Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and we've made it to the end of another week, guys. I can't believe how the fall of the year is just traveling by us such at a such quick pace. Now, tomorrow is Halloween, so that means tonight I need to celebrate um, and have a costume party, so you can join us live tonight at 9 p.m., and I'm going to be doing a write-in to welcome in the nano world back into my life where I will start um, working on some projects live. Now, my ghoul school project is here. It's coming. It's going to be November the 1st, but I still have things on my to-do list <laughs> that have been staring at me all week. And I need to work on those. And that is sending back a manuscript for a new upload of Offbeat. So I'm going to be kind of working on some things like that. Um, just to cross off of my list. So if you've got some last minute things that you need to take care of in your writing life. Before Nano starts. And you, then you're going to be focused on writing the new thing. Uh, join us tonight or just start writing the new thing or start planning the new thing whatever stage you're at write-ins are awesome because when that timer hits and we start whatever it is that we have as a goal it's working on it during that time and then chatting and then coming back together celebrating what you've done talking about goals talking about life so I'm really excited about the write-ins. They're something that I truly enjoy doing. They are not a burden to me. Um, if it would be a burden, I would not be doing it. Um, the write-ins not only allow me to meet new writing people, but I also get to hang out with my friends and I don't get to see them enough, honestly. Um, we, we're so busy, you know, during the week. I do get to visit with my WWJs on Saturday. But sometimes during the week, too, like when we did the paint party, that was on a Sunday night. That was another planned event. Um, but during the week, there are times when we'll have brainstorming sessions or we'll have group uh, work. But it's um, usually on the weekend. So Friday, hey, let's get it started early. And after homeschool, you guys got got to know I'm still going to be homeschooling. It's going to be tiring because... 
I am still, you know, moving from the full-time day, the homeschooling, and then the write-in at night. So, I do not know what shape I will be in. <laughs> I'll probably be silly. I'm more, are you guys like that where you're really tired? Some people may get grumpy. I get silly. So, I'm just giving you fair warning that my write-ins um, do not hold anything I say against me during that time. And I'm not a comedian, so what I think is silly is probably the most corniest mess ever in the world. So, All right, so it was wonderful to wake up this morning and get a text from one of my sweet writing friends that her tweet was liked yesterday during the PB pitch. Absolutely so excited about that. And I had a like, and guys... Okay, I told y'all I was going to wait to tell y'all the story about that, but here's what happened. Okay, I can't wait. I'm so excited about it. So, in my WWJs, one of the things that we do is that if we come across um, a learning opportunity, for example, a great workshop online, or if we um, learn something new at a conference, or we found a great blog, or resource, or here's a YouTube video that really helped me. We are always sharing, okay? I think that that is beautiful in our community. That's what we need to do. Um, and so that's why if you don't have a writing community and you want a Christian writing community, then you can come over and join the WWJs on Patreon too. So my Writing Warriors for Jesus put up, one of my warriors put up a post and said, um, this came across my Twitter feed, and it's going to be open submissions, and I'm like, ooh, I love it, I love it, okay, so I love presses, I love working with my um, publishing company, and they do not do children's books, so I can't approach them with, you'll see, I mean, it, it's just not, that's not what they do, I gotta find another place. <laughs> so I need you'll see out there in the world. It is about Best Buddies Book Club. And I wrote it in honor of our Best Buddies Book Club at my school. And it's my students working with students with special needs in the ID moderate classroom. So it is based on a true story. It has my kids' names in it. Um, the students in the ID mods' names, um, just first names. There are parts about their personalities, their little quirkiness. It's in there. And I so would love to have this book published. Now, if I get this one published, hopefully I can go back with Myrtle's Garden and I can get Myrtle's Garden published where Brindy the Brave and Louise and my students from last year they would be able to um, have their book known to the world um, on a bigger scale. So, you know, I've got plans for my children's books, guys. I love it. I love it so much. I want to be a children's book author forever and, and ever. Amen. Um, and so they said, look at this great place. So I went to their website. I read everything under the sun about their website. I also went to their YouTube. I was watching YouTube. I was like, okay. I subscribed. I was like, yep, I'm going to get everything prepared. So I emailed my librarians. I was talking to my librarians about it. This was prior 
to the PB pitch event, okay? The, the happening there. And so my librarians, one of my guidance counselor friends, who's also a writer, we were going back and forth. Then I get a like, and guess where it's from? Yes, the same place. The place that I had already researched, the place that I already knew, I had just felt in my spirit, this is a great place that would take care of, you'll see. And I absolutely wanted to scream with joy because everything that had happened prior to that event and then the event, I get that one like. So I am super excited to announce that I'm going to be sending off my manuscript. Now, I still understand that that does not mean that it is a guarantee. That just means, hey, they like the concept in a tweet and they would like to look at it. They may read my manuscript and then still determine that, okay, this book is not right for us. This book isn't, um, isn't workable. Because as you know, even though it has went through drafts and beta reads and my editor now has it, you know, I'm, I'm letting you guys know, I am understanding about the process of publishing. It has been a long time for me to be able to say, oh yeah, I've been rejected. Don't ask me how many times because when I get the rejection, I don't, it's done. It's, I'm not going to go and start counting them out. Um, I know some authors do that. It's just, it wasn't meant to be. Go on, go on, keep going, keep going, keep pushing forward. So, um, I do have my query letters done for all of my books. I think that that's just a great practice that you're able to do that because then when you are out pitching for, um, if someone sends you something about an event or a library, you're trying to contact a library or, or whatever, you have kind of like, this is what my book's about, this is what I'm about, and it's in a one page. So I already have like my queries um, complete. So my comp titles are already complete. And those comp titles are books that are similar to your book, but what makes your book stand out? A little different from them. So I found those. Um, like I found one about um, a friend with autism. And so what makes that one, you know, first it talks about friendship. Second, it talks about giving those friendships a chance. Third, it's only about one student and their interests. Whereas when I'm presenting the book, I talk about multiple interests of students and um, showcase a whole classroom instead of just focusing on um, like a friendship over one topic. And so that's what I mean by what's, what is like it, but then what is different with yours. And you should be able to say that with your comp titles. You should be able to give that out loud. Um, there are quite a few that, you know, that I put, like, I even put, like, one book would be great to read prior to Best Buddies Book Club, because, um, having students an opportunity to have a picture book read aloud, and then let it be a diverse book, or let it be a book that has content with, uh, the focus on disability would be perfect, because that could help them before walking into the Best Buddies Book Club, um, environment. So, you know, I actually had like one book that would be a perfect pre-read 
before starting the club. So I thought that was great. Um, because with my book, I want it to be um, a challenge book. So I can talk to you guys more about my ideas on that if, um, because I have them. <laughs> I love it so much. So um, the next thing that you've got to do is that, you know, go through the guidelines with a fine tooth comb. When you are presenting your work, look, if you don't know how to write a synopsis, if you don't know how to write a query letter, here's what I'm going to encourage you to do, okay? Go to some workshops, one, they have them, they're free. You can go to YouTube. You can go to YouTube and type in how to write a query letter, and you can find tips, and authors will share with you tips on it. You can go to blogs. You can go, oh gosh, was it Jane Friedman? I used to love looking at her work and she is an agent and she would, and published, and she would put things up about do's and don'ts. Well, oftentimes the actual agents on their websites will give you do's and don'ts. And here's what really helped me, guys. I'm going to tell you the truth. You need to watch Linda Glass from the WWJ Writing Conference, okay? We interviewed her. Um, I didn't. My, my friend Michelle did. She was on our uh, conference, and Michelle was the moderator. But she was not interviewed, but she was one of our guest speakers. And she led the conference as a literary agent expert. And guys, after that, here's what my spirit said to me. They're human too. Do you know how many letters agents get a day? Okay. You're writing a letter. You're writing about your story and your life on this one-page snapshot. You need to check your grammar. You need to check your spelling. You need to run it through ProWritingAid and Grammarly and the spell check on your computer. But you just need to sit down and just write a letter. And you need to say, look, my, my book's done. Hooray. Here's how many words it is. Here's the title. Here's the pitch. Use that Twitter pitch. It got their attention to start with, right? Thanks for, thanks for you know, finding me in the PB pitch wars, la, 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 la. And you're writing a letter. Here's what I want to tell you guys. If the concept sparked their attention, your letter is just your welcome to my concept. They understand that you are not a professional query writer, okay? And you might, you guys might disagree with me on this, but you're just writing a letter to another person going, thank you so much for checking out my work. Here's what my work is about. Here's the inspiration behind my work. And here is a little bit about me. So you'll know who you're working with if you choose to take on me as, you know, a partner in this relationship. And so don't get intimidated by it. Because if you do, it will stop you from hitting submit. And you can have your friends look at your query letter. You can, or your synopsis. But I say just write your letter. Write a personal letter to someone and say, look, you know, this is, this is my book. This is what it's about. This is a little about me. And it's the work. 
the work can stand. And then they either resonate with the work or they don't. They either say, no, this isn't right for me at this time, or I want to see more. And when they say it's not right for me at this time, it's okay. It's just not right for them. And it might just not be the time for that topic. It might be not for that, you know, that's not something that they um, have sold in the past. And they might not feel like, okay, this might not be something that I can focus on right now. Who knows? It just didn't work. How many times have you read a story and it just didn't work for you? No no offense to the writer, their work. They become, you know, their bestsellers on the number one list. And maybe that just wasn't for you. That happens. So do not get discouraged. And have plans for your book. Like I said, with You'll See, I cannot illustrate people. There is, I am not talented to the point where that is happening. Can I draw a ladybug and love my little ladybug and love my little fleet Felix to fly? Oh yes, I can draw my little bugs. Y'all got a stick person in my book if you want to know. I can't draw people and I don't want to draw just a bunch of stick people either and you'll see I want it to be a book. I want it to be illustrated by a professional. So how does that happen in my life? Getting an agent or getting a publishing company. So I just want to tell you guys, I do have the plans for my book, and they include publishing, traditional publishing, so I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep sending out. I'm going to keep working it. I'm going to keep checking my query. I redid that pitch. Every single time that we have a pitch on Twitter, I redo it, and yesterday I redid it, and that one worked. Doesn't mean it'll work the next time. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.